You're listening to The Dirt on Dating with your host, Noah Scott. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Hey everybody, Noah here. Just wanted to drop in with a very quick announcement. The next two episodes I accidentally recorded with my MacBook uh, microphone. So you'll notice there's a little bit of a drop in the audio quality. I had my pro mic plugged in, but it just wasn't sending the, the signal. So yeah, bear with me. And I think the guests have some very powerful things to say. So sit back, enjoy, and we'll have the pro mic up after these two episodes. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah Scott. And today we have a fantastic guest that I am excited to welcome to the show. We're going to find out what it's like to date Cindy. Cindy is a relationship coach for over eight years, and she's the founder of The Unbroken Experience, a program designed to strengthen the foundation of relationships through one-on-one and group coaching, workshops, training, and events. So, Cindy, that's amazing. I'm really excited to unpack all of that and, and get into what you talk about on your workshops and everything like that. So, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And reaching out to me, I really was excited. I, I looked at some of your um, previous shows, and I, I always love relationship talk. <laughs> Fantastic! That's what we do. We, we like to get a little bit of the dirt in the talk, but also just just telling it how it is. So that's right. That's right. With that in mind, let's just open up the floor a little bit. Why don't you give people a little background on yourself and your own personal story? Are you in a oh, relationship yeah. now? And, and what does that look like? I am. I'm, I'm married. It'll be 10 years this year uh, in December. And uh, he is my best friend. Love him to death. And we have two children, eight-year-old, almost nine, and 10-year-old. Live here in, At- in Atlanta. Been here a long time, since 99. Originally from Virginia. And I started off helping people has been my passion for a very long time, but I started off outside of my extensive professional background in banking and finance. When I stepped into the entrepreneurial world, I was a wedding coordinator. And even though I did life coaching and relationship coaching, you wouldn't know. It was on my website, but you had to know that I did it. I didn't promote it a lot. But after doing some weddings and marrying people that you knew weren't going to make it or you marry them and they get divorced not too long after that. And then I launched my first bridal show in 2017 in -hmm. September, but with with a twist and and bringing that relationship coaching side in it. And after that, I said, okay, I've got to step into my calling. I no longer took um, any more clients for weddings and rebranded my business to fully uh, work on and be devoted to not the weddings, but the marriage. Interesting. And that's where yeah. that came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. I love the I love the natural progression because you're in it firsthand and you're and you have this the wedding is always this romanticized pinnacle of a relationship. And a lot of times it seems as if the couple is pursuing a fantasy rather mm-hmm. than actually finding the glue that holds it together. Exactly. The tools that you that you need. I always say that it's like this this race to get Mm. to the wedding day. Sometimes the men they're doing it because that's what the the woman wants. Some men actually do want that. And then the whole hoopla and the pretty dress and the, the open bar and the cocktail party and all that kind of stuff. But when everyone goes home, all the bells and whistles are done, then you're left with one another. 
There's no longer that wedding, that big event that you're looking forward to that kind of distracts you from focusing on one another and uh, what makes a relationship work. And then you're left with that. So then you're, are we taking road A or road B to make it forever more? Yeah. Let's talk about that, that what makes a relationship work. And would you say that your your focus is really with long-term marriage type relationships? Or do you also go with with people who are single, looking to figure out how to meet a match? What would you say is your sort of typical client. Yeah. So I have my strengths are in five areas. That's dating with a purpose, not just dating and you want to forever date. I think you can handle that on your own, but dating with a purpose to either be married or you don't, not everyone wants the formalities of marriage, but you might want a long-term, a lifelong partner. Dating with a purpose, marriage, obviously, parenting, co-parenting and life after divorce. Those are my five key areas because those are my areas of strength. Other things can come in there like friendships and business coaching. Those kind of come with the territory, but those are my areas that I love to focus on. Those are my areas of strength. Got it. Got it. Cool. All right. So what would you say is like the the, the number one tool in the tool belt to have a, a, a strong relationship? We'll just start with a tactical thing and then we'll get yeah. into some stories and stuff like that. I think the first thing that a lot of people, especially young people who are young, like 18, 19, 20, 21, young 20s, and you just fall madly in love and all those kinds of things. What is your point? What is the purpose? So you have to know I'm wanting to get into this relationship, not because I want to lock this person down so no one else dates them ever, but I really want to do life with this person. That's the first thing. And then the second thing, which is my little mantra is you have to have backbone. If you don't have backbone to withstand um, the challenges that that come with life, period, because you have challenges regardless, but now you have challenges and you're having to deal with the personalities of another person in the midst of life's challenges. And then with that, we might bring on our own challenges, dealing with life challenges. <laughs> so you have to be strong. You have to know that going into a marriage creates backbone. Excuse me. You require requires backbone. It requires a certain kind of strength and strategy. People don't like to necessarily think about strategy when it comes to marriage, but when you're talking about other people's personality, you have to think. You have to think, what chess piece do I need to move? Which piece do I need to move to get to where, get to the goal that I'm trying to accomplish? What are all the options before you go in and and make them? It's something that is fascinating when you, it's funny you bring up chess. When I I hired a coach a while (laughs) back and that was one of the requirements of the program that we play chess because it it gets your mind to think about options instead of instead of oh just doing the next thing doing the next thing doing the next thing yes yes absolutely absolutely i think coming to find all of these best practices as they might be or different strategies i'm sure you've had some ups and downs and and you've stumbled along the way and you've made some mistakes Oh, yes. (laughs) Of a time that maybe you just screwed up and it was like, it it could be really embarrassing. It could be something that just was heartbreaking. Take us to that story. I was married once before. I got married, I think I was 22, would have been 23 that year. And after two years, we were walking down that separation aisle and that eventually divorce aisle. And when I realized at that time, and not at the time, but reflecting back, neither one of us had the tools. We come from the generation where we weren't in adult business. We weren't in 
with what, what they call grown folks business. And so we didn't know we didn't. He came from a two parent home that he never saw them argue. They've been married for decades. So they had to have some kind of disagreement, maybe not an argument, but how to be able to see how you handle disagreements. All he saw was breakfast, lunch and dinner was hot every day that she worked and, and she didn't, but and he came, and dad came home with his cocktail and was able to have his little sit down time and the kid, it just seemed so perfect. So he didn't have that kind of knowledge. And then on my end, I came from a, a broken home into a solid, a more solid foundation when my dad remarried, but it was very extremely strict because I was not exposed to di- different life you know, scenarios when it comes to relationships. I wasn't prepared for how to deal with your significant other or your spouse when things like that happen. All I knew was this was not what I signed up for <laughs> and I can't do it. And I want it out. Yeah. And so you just, how did that process happen? Because that's something that I think a lot of people are in that situation. I'm sure that there are people listening that are, you know what, this is probably not not the right relationship for me, but I haven't the first idea for how to get out. Yeah, that is so key. So looking back, even though I I did, you know, love him and the chemistry was there and all that, the, the the red flags were there before we got married in terms of that even though all of that was there, we weren't ready to get married. So we, we shouldn't have. But at the same time, now at the place and understanding that I'm at now, that doesn't mean that it can't work, right? If, it, if the foundation is there, but you do have to have some guidance, you do have to have some help. And one of the things that, that we did wrong is we separated wrong. So we went through a period of separation, right? And I wrote an article in Harness Magazine about how to separate the right way, because I do believe that you can do a separation, but there's got to be rules to it. There has to be expectation guidelines and for the purpose of reconciling. It's not, let's separate and you date, not date, and then we'll try to get back together because it's it just totally messes things up and just adds on top of everything that you are already dealing with that you never even dealt with to begin with. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that's a piece that you cover in the life after divorce section of your exactly. Okay, exactly. Cool. Uh, <laughs> or that, that marriage piece, because you try not to get to that divorce piece, right. try not to get there if you yeah. can. And there's some people that it's just evident. It's just evident that this is not, it, it should have never been it. And Maybe you should. I never advise that. I never advise that to clients, but I try to get them to come to an understanding to make the best decision for themselves. But you can see it like this was not supposed to happen at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's fascinating. I love using business terms sometimes when it comes to relationships. And one of the things like if you're planning a startup and you're writing a business plan, there's always an exit strategy. And so you you think about, okay, we obviously nobody wants their business to fail. Nobody wants a relationship to fail. But a smart business plan has that in place and says, if things crash and burn, what are we actually going to do about it? And that's part of that is called a prenup. Or a prenup, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. All right. So now let's shift gears quickly as we're we're working towards running out of time. I I, want to get I want to get some practical advice for phase one of your of your coaching for the single people out there. Like, what advice do you have to date better? Oh gosh. Oh, there's so many avenues you could go with that. Dating was so fun for me, period. It was, and and is my advice to those who are single is to enjoy the time that you have to yourself. 
enjoy the time that you are not obligated to consider anyone else but yourself, unless you have children. But outside of that, you're not obligated to consider anyone else. It's the only time that you're going to have that time. So you don't want to take it too far. And now you're, you missed all, you bypassed the one really trying to do stay in that lane, but enjoy the time. Number one, and get confident in yourself and knowing what you bring to the table so that when you do connect with someone that you want to be with long-term, you're not always laying down the law. I don't like this. I don't do this. It just exudes from you. I, t- I take my husband, for, in- for instance, he doesn't walk around beating on his chest talking about what kind of man he is and what he expects. But there's just that, no, but there's this unspoken understanding and respect that you have when you exude a certain thing. You just know I shouldn't do that or he wouldn't or she wouldn't accept that or go for that. But have a good time. And, and then when you're dating, someone told me this one time and I took it. The, the best probably advice that I had received at 17 years old was not everyone that you meet is going to be the one. <laughs> so if you take that, then you can actually relax and enjoy the date and enjoy the moments um, that you build. And I think the type of quality of time that you spend with someone that you really are interested in creates that bond. Then you can walk down that road of relationships and that goes into a different phase. But yeah. Mm, Cool. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. All right. So take the time to build yourself up, find your, be happy with just being by yourself, being who you are, and then take your time as you get to start dating, get a feel for other people. Don't go head over heels right away, but be open for things as they come. Yes. And don't let anyone lock you down before you're ready. I don't like that. A lot of, you can, I always say you can take me out on 365 dates, but if you haven't asked my permission to lock me down, we're not committed. Mm-hmm. You have to ask my permission. I have to say, yes, I, I want to be obligated to consider you. All right. So let's ask that. Like what happens as you, you've passed that threshold, you've gotten like your, you've gotten yourself together, you feel good and you're not feeling codependent, you're mm-hmm. stable. You're mm-hmm. feeling happy with yourself. You meet some cool people and so, you know what? I want to start accelerating things. I want to take this. I want to bring the intimacy to the next level. I want to bring the okay. connection to the next level. I want to have some, some romantic getaways with somebody like what, yeah. what do you, how do you go about accelerating that connection and making the switch from casual to mm-hmm. more yeah, depth? Yeah. So I think if you get to that point, you should have casually had some conversations about what the other person sees in, in their future, just in general, generally speaking, do they want a family? Do you know, what does that, what does a family dynamic look like to, to them? Do they, is marriage on their, do they want children? Those kinds of conversations, not like, do you want children? Do you want to be married? Not that kind of conversation, but just, oh, tell me what, that kind of thing. Tell me about you. Tell me what you want. What does want? Okay. And then just take it in. If they say something that is like, oh, that wouldn't work for me. It really doesn't mean, they may not really mean that. It might be a survival or defensive wall that they've had to put up from um, past relationships. For example, a, a, a guy might say, I really want my wife to be at home. I don't, I, yeah, I just ra- I'd just rather her be at home and support me. So now there might be some men who really stand by that. But he might be saying that because he may have been in a relationship with a woman that was always gone. 
always gone and he didn't get a chance to bond and connect. And, and so the relationship went downhill. But as he begins to be in a comfortable space with you, then hit and trust you that he might say, I support you in your profession. I support you in your career. Just take it in and process it. And as you get to know that person, then you'll understand like, okay, that was a defense or whatever. But so hopefully you've had those conversations and then just be bold and say, listen, I really like you. And I'll just give the example with my husband. I have never been the type to I've never once said, I want to, can you be my man ever? But with him, I did say to him, I said, listen, you're the only one. I really like the. You're the only one that I'm seeing right now. And if for some reason I get tired of that, I will let you know. Mm -hmm. So he says it was game. But to me, it was letting you know where I stand. So you're not guessing, but also not putting the pressure on you to say, to answer, can we be in a relationship? And then he came, turned around and said, yes, this is what I want. I think it was a couple of weeks. It wasn't long. Right on. So as we're going to close this out, I'm going to, I'm going to end with a story and I'd love for you to share with, with the idea that a lot of times as we share ideas, as we talk about some fun adventures we've had, it'll spark mm-hmm. the wheels in somebody else's head. And I think that one of the things that I'm, I'd love to talk about is just amazing hot experiences. So share a story of a time that you look back and it was like, damn, that was a hot experience. It could be like a role play thing that you did. It could be like all the magic was lined up perfectly. Take us there. I'll give a little hot a scenario where this was in a relationship that I was in, a committed relationship. And we decided to spice it up and I became a totally different person. I bought a wig, I bought contacts, a a whole different outfit. And we literally met out at a restaurant as if we didn't know one another. And it was so, we were so committed to it that someone that he knew was there and thought that he was cheating on me with someone. So we had to let them know. That goes down for me as uh, a steamy, but hilarious uh, role play. (laughs) Absolutely. Did you you take the wig off? You're like, no, look, it's me. (laughs) But I just had to look at me, look at my face. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And that's actually a great idea for if you're just looking for a fun way to spice things up. Yeah. Yeah. Just jump in the skin. Have a little fun with it. The whole alter ego thing is very fascinating too. Role plays are great way to just get rid of the inhibitions. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Amazing. Cindy, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. How do people stay in touch with you and follow your, I'll follow all of your content? Yes, definitely. Anyone can find on all the social media platforms at the Cindy Bean, like I always say, spell my name right. S-Y-N-D-Y. And then of course, uh, theunbrokenexperience.com. Great. And you also have a radio show, right? Yes, it airs tomorrow night, um, every Thursday from seven to nine called The Unbroken Experience with Cindy B. And it's all talk relationship, but no sessions. I don't have my coaching hat on. We just have fun with the conversations. And tomorrow's conversation is sex, sensuality and celibacy. Oh, we should have we should have had a little bit of that. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for the time and and sharing your story. It's been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone. That's it for this one. Don't forget to swing by Apple. Let us know how we're doing. I say this every episode, but it's important. I need to know how things are going. So leave your feedback. If we need to improve things, want to hear that as well so we can keep growing. If you love the show, tell us so other people can find it and enjoy it. And then, of course, if you want to be featured on the show, you can drop me a DM at Follow Noah or just visit the website, 
dirtondating.com slash single to introduce yourself. That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.